Sorry about that, we had some technical difficulties. Let us continue. So to recap, it's like I said, just putting some basic raw data out in the world for people to critically think about and analyze. And though there may be many who are not interested in religion, you don't have to be. We're not asking you to be interested in religion. We're not asking you to choose any religion. And I'm not propagating any religion. I only represent the Tetragrammaton, Yahweh, and the one whom he has sent, which is Yeshua. And he sent no one else to have the role that Yeshua holds. He didn't reveal that anyone else would come after Yeshua to the foundation of our prophets, which is Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and those who carried the message and delivered the Torah, which is Moses, and those who helped Moses to communicate the Torah to our people, Israel, which is Aharon, his brother. So like I said earlier, I think it's quite suspicious. It's quite strange. It's quite retarded. It's quite asinine. It's quite dumb to think that any new religion, whether it be a religion, a philosophy, an ideology, a teaching, a doctrine, has any validity when it doesn't have backing from the foundational cornerstone prophets. And those prophets again are Avraham, the Torah calls him a prophet, Yitzhak, which is called Isaac, Yaakov, which is the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. Yahweh never revealed to any of them that he would bring forth a final messenger after the chief messenger, after the one who came as the embodiment of the Most High. There is no other. Period. I always, as a child, found it strange that a new religion would come on the scene, yet it possessed and borrowed prophets from the Bible. I just never could wrap my head around how someone could come 600 years after Christ, 300 years after the establishment of the Catholic Church, and profess that they got some new, unheard of, mind-blowing revelation that was not revealed to the prophets whom it borrows. I just can never accept such a thing. And then not only that, all of these religions, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, don't none of them prepare you for what the prophets of Yahweh told you to be prepared for. We are living in the Akadit Hayamim. We are living in the last days. We are living in eschatological times. We are living in the days where we will see the things that were prognosticated in Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21, and Mark chapter 13 fulfilled. We are beginning to see signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars. We are documenting never before unprecedented amounts of earthquakes. Seismic turbulence, 
seismic disturbances, seismological abnormalities, which were prognosticated specifically to be a sign of the times by Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeshua also talked about if the days are not shortened for the elect's sake, no flesh would survive. There is no other doctrine or discipline or book or religion on earth who talks about the dissolution of humanity coming into fruition if God does not intervene. But what could bring about the dissolution and the end of humanity? Well, transhumanism could do such a thing. According to Elon Musk, artificial intelligence could achieve such a thing. And according to other mathematicians, other scientists, and theoretical physicists, and other brilliant minds, and other illuminated luminaries in the world of academia, artificial general intelligence could bring about the end and the dissolution, deconstruction, and eradication of humanity. And I 100% agree. Not only that, Yeshua talked about the presence of mental illness and demonic possession becoming a normalcy. He also said that at the time of these signs being fulfilled, there will be a generation who is adulterous, a skeptical, non-believing, non-trusting, non-loyal generation. Because the word for faith is imuna. Imuna, which does not mean believing. It means loyalty. People all, oh, oh, I think I abandoned my faith. Man, you never had faith. What are you talking about? You think believing in uh, Christ and Mary put forth by the Catholic Church is faith? No, in Aramaic, which is the mother tongue of Yeshua, in Hebrew, which is the mother tongue of our people, Imuna means loyalty, faithfulness. It never had anything to do with belief. It has to do with being faithful to what Yahweh asked you to do, even when no one is looking. This is why Yeshua talked about that which you do in secret, you will be rewarded for it openly. But no, we live in a society that's all about doing what others can see. That's what social media is all about. That's what the curse of social media is all about. Social media has exponentially increased mental illness and has catapulted suicide into a new sphere. It has increased astronomically and the age upon which suicide is taking place is younger and younger and younger. That is definitely, undeniably, incontrovertibly a curse. But you know, even the book of Revelation said the time will come when men will seek death and will not be able to attain it. Hmm. 
I wonder what could create conditions for something like this. Well, transhumanism could. Of course, in context, this is talking about them being scared out of their body when the supernal architect of existence actually shows up to execute and actuate judgment on the wicked and the godless. It says even the mountains are going to move out of the way. The clouds are going to move out of the way. The elements are going to move out of the way. The atoms are going to move out of the way. All matter is going to move out of the way and make space for the Most High to enter and do judgment. That's right. But we got people out here bowing down to statues and kissing stones and wearing effigies around their neck and relics around their neck and bowing down to stones and bowing down to cubes and squares and bowing down to the genitalia of male and female. Listen, it is idolatry. And now we have the burgeoning of the coming of an AI God. Yet nobody was prepared for it. You know why? Because their religion taught them nothing. It's not religion that's going to get you anywhere. But oh, but the Bible told you. And the Bible told you 2,000 years ahead of time about these technologies, about technologies in your forehead, about technologies in your right hand, about surveillance systems and grids, dystopia, godless systems coming into being, knowledge increasing, men roaming to and fro. The book of Job talks about pathways and circuitry on the ocean floor. It talks about pathways in the sky which we now call the jet stream. Scientists finally figured out and caught up to what the prophets of the Bible were talking about loosely. Job describes Arcturus and Great Bear in great detail without a microscope. How is that? They break down the constellations, which we call Hamazaroth in Hebrew, which is called the will of the Zodiac, which is the will, the animal will amongst the Greeks or the Hellenike who were educated and initiated by the Egyptians. And not the other way around. But we'll get into that some other time. The bottom line is. The people of the Bible. The men of the Bible. Were thousands of years ahead. In knowledge and intelligence. Because of the Ruach HaKodesh. That came upon them from the Tetragrammaton. From Yahweh. See, we have people out here arguing, oh, you know, God in Latin is Deus. Oh, God in Greek is Theos. Oh, God in regular generic Canaanite language, Hebrew, is El. Oh, God in Aramaic is Eloah in Elah. God in Arabic is Elah in Allah. No, those are all generic terms for deity. They are not names. And God in English 
actually is the name of a Hebrew tribe, Gad. It's not the proper title for the Most High at all, but Yahweh revealed what his name is to Moses, whom everybody calls Musa in the Arabic world. He said, tell the people that Aye Asher Aye has sent you. Tell the people that I am who I am sent you. And he also revealed Yod Hey Wal Hey. Four Hebrew Aramaic letters is his name. No other name. No other name. No, the personal private name of the supernal architect of existence and the artificer of light is not El, is not God, is not Elah, is not Allah, is not Theos, is not Deus, is not any of those names and titles and epithets and particular units of speech. Those are all descriptions of someone. But the question is, do you have a relationship with the one? That's the real question. Because the one leads you and guides you into all truth that you need no man, you need no final messenger, you need no matria, you need no spirit guide, you need nobody behind a crystal ball, you need nobody cutting themselves and drawing blood to attract the demons and spirit. You need no one to do these things. Yeshua called it Ruach Emeth, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him perceptually, spiritual perception, nor does it know him. But know in Hebrew is Yada, which means to have divine intertwinement with. The same way the double helix strands of DNA intermingle and intertwine together to create a uniform structure is what Yada implies. You see, DNA is constructed of four different nucleotides, the A, the C, the G, and the T, the adenine, the guanine, the cytosine, and the thymine. You gotta have the right nucleotides to compose that, which is deoxyribonucleic acid. You gotta have the right elements and atoms and the right ingredients. And when we look forensically and analytically, spiritually and pneumatologically, we see that people don't have these elements. They don't have the right nucleotides. Which is why they're not propagating the right message. That's why the Bible tells you to spiritually discern those who claim they know the Most High whom in vernacular speech, vulgar speech, excuse me, not vernacular, the, the commonly accepted vernacular and in vulgar speak is called God, is what I meant to say. So for someone, this is going to help begin your journey into what is truth and what is not. This message that I just gave is for somebody out there. It's not for everybody. Even Yeshua said, let him who has ears hear 
what the spirit is saying to the assembly, not to the church. The word church don't exist in the Bible, in any tongue, any language. Ecclesia means assembly. Sunagage means assembly. Adaf means assembly. Kahal means assembly. Kineset is assembly. That should offer some illumination to our linguist out there. You've been deceived. Just as Yeshua said in the last days, see to it that no man deceive you. See to it that no man deceive you. Now, let us jump over in today, into today's small program. On this show, we are talking about the soon unveiling of a cashless society. A cashless society, which must be existing in order for the prophecies of Revelation chapter 13 to be fulfilled. A digital system also must be in place. A global system must be in place in order to implement and execute directives that determine who can buy and who can sell. And like the scripture says, whether you be rich or poor, it doesn't matter. Whether you be free or a slave, it doesn't matter. Whether you be great or small, it doesn't matter. You must have the karagma. You must have the mark in order to operate in this newly constructed, biblically prophesied and prognosticated anti-Christ global system. A cashless society means zero cash. No car boot sales, no car boot sales or markets no tooth fairy or piggy banks no saving cash for a rainy day no tipping the waiter or hairdresser with cash no giving to the homeless with cash no giving to the busking musicians no selling unwanted items for cash no buying anything with privacy 100% Digital currency means your life is 100% dependent on a power source and the internet. Every penny you receive will be recorded. Every transaction you make will be tracked and traced and saved and stored and documented. The International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, introduces a new currency, but nobody talks about it. Why is that? We'll just throw that question out there. The Unicoin. Oh, we spoke about it on this show. The Universal Monetary Unit. A global currency. Programmable currency. Also in the news... From Neuropsych, April 17, 2023, 
we have in the scientific community and arena a new injectable gel offering new ways to grow electrodes in the brain. A recent study is the first to fabricate electronic components from endogenous or endogenous molecules. I repeat, a recent study is the first to fabricate electronic components from endogenous molecules. Injectable gel offers new way to grow electrodes in the brain. Injectable gel. Injectable gel. And we've talked about hydrogels. We've talked about graphene oxide. We've talked about reduced graphene oxide. We've talked about its medical applications, biomedical applications. We've talked about nanotechnology. We've talked about cutting edge new nanotechnologies that are the technologies of the very near future. We've talked about medical warfare. We've talked about biological warfare. We've talked about multidimensional warfare. We've talked about all these things. Also in the news, the Avatar Doctor will see you now. NHS will use virtual reality technology, VR technology, to help treat patients suffering from mental health issues. What are we seeing here? We're seeing the manifestation of a technologically advanced world in society. Elon Musk warns artificial intelligence may be the end of civilization. Artificial intelligence may be the end of civilization. An endlessly benevolent artificial intelligence is a pipe dream, he warns. An endlessly benevolent artificial intelligence is a pipe dream, Elon Musk warns. Random information that we will put out there for those who would like to research deeper into some of the nefarious technologies that we have. Why is there a patent for subliminal acoustic manipulation of the nervous system? For those who want to look deeper into this subject matter, you can look up patent number 6017302A, Silent Sound Subliminal Mind Control Apparatuses. Silent Sound Subliminal Mind Control Technology. Again, I repeat, patent number 6017302A, what we're telling you is, is that you don't know what's going on in the real world when it comes to being psychologically manipulated, having your central nervous system manipulated through electronic devices, through televisions, through cell phones, through wearable technology, through nanotechnology, through injectable technology, all types of technology that people take for granted every single day. But you know, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, has sent off alarm bells in the souls of his prophets for thousands of years to warn the people of what is coming next and to be on the lookout.
But that's not what we see being done today, do we? No, we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't see the rabbis preparing anybody for anything. We don't see the imams preparing anybody for anything. We don't see the pastors preparing anybody for anything. We don't see the school teachers preparing anybody for anything. We don't see world governments preparing anybody for anything. We don't see your politicians preparing anybody for anything. Do we? No, we don't. No, we don't. And no, we won't. It's the job of the prophets to do it anyway. It's the job of the prophets to warn the people. It's the job of the prophets to actuate what it is to be a watchman on the wall. But we don't have them anymore, right? Wrong. We do have them. People just are not listening. People are stiff-necked. People are hardened, cold, and callous to the message of truth that is coming from Yahweh. All right, let us accelerate this because we've gone long enough in this session. How is it that people are scared of catching a cold, a coronavirus, but they're not scared of pesticides, toxins, and harmful chemicals and carcinogens built and constructed, placed and inserted into their food? They will go to the store looking like this, but you can't see the picture, with a cart full of poison. They go to the store wrapped up with rubber gloves on and a couple of masks over their face, yet they put foods in their cart that are biological weapons, that are hormone disruptors and blockers. They put carcinogens in their system unknowingly. Like Yahweh said in the book of Hosea about the children of Israel, he said, my people perish. They die for a lack of knowledge. Also in the news, Walmart plans to have almost 65% of its stores automated by 2026. I remember teaching a class in Germany about the robotic police force that was going to be introduced in Dubai in 2024. But when we addressed this subject matter, it was 2014. Did it come to pass? Yes, it did. Even the New York City Police Department is now rolling out robotic police. San Francisco is rolling out robots that will do policing and surveillancing and even some of them, it was proposed that they carry lethal force. It was proposed that the robots be able to shoot and kill, dismantle a threat, neutralize a threat. Article from Time Magazine, pausing artificial intelligence developments isn't enough. We need to shut it all down. 